Blog Talk Radio. Hey there. Um, how's it going, everybody? This is Ethan Lee of For Whom the Cowbell Tolls. I'm the managing editor. Um, this is For Whom the Podcast Tolls. This is our official podcast on the site. And this is this is not a not a fun day. Not a fun day by anybody's uh, estimation, unless you are a South Alabama fan or Ole Miss fan or awful human beings. Um, if you are an awful human being or an Ole Miss fan or a South Alabama fan, you are probably delighting in our misery. Um, and you're, you're a jerk. But as I was talking about, this is for whom the podcast holds. We're going to talk about, well, this is for whom the podcast holds live. If you haven't listened in before, I kind of babble a lot, kind of talk a lot. We're going to focus a little bit on South Alabama today and the unmitigated disaster that was that football game because it was not good at all. Um, you know, right now there are arguably more questions than there were at any other point or at any single point in the offseason. The game was an unmitigated disaster. Mississippi State just flat out crapped the bed. It was spectacularly awful. And so let's jump into some key stuff from that game. Um, You know, there's been a lot of people calling for Dan Mullen to be fired. I understand your frustration. I really do. But this is the first time he's ever been upset in his career. The first time. you You can't fire him for one single upset. That being said, put his butt on the hot seat right now. You can't come into this season with a losing streak in the Egg Bowl and then lose this game like you did. You just can't do that. Um, you know, so the, this loss in itself does not hold enough weight to fire him. It does not outweigh all the good that he's done at Mississippi State. But if the Bulldogs don't make a bowl, fire him. If we go 6-6, six and six, depending on how those losses are and who the wins are against, there is still grounds to fire Dan Mullen, in my opinion. Um, just flat out, Mississippi State deserves better than what we got. As fans, um, the school, the university, just as a whole, we deserve better than what we saw today. It was just inexcusable. Um, a lot of people are also mad at Damian Williams, saying that he's the reason that we lost, and he just isn't. You know, I don't get the blame for Damian Williams. Williams more or less did what was expected of him. He was efficient, but he couldn't move the ball downfield. And that limited, that really limited what State could do offensively. Um, to not be able to have these big plays, these big passing yards that we have in previous seasons that we saw with Derenia Wilson and Dak Prescott, you know, that really allowed South Alabama to load up against the run to stop Brandon Holloway, who can't run up the middle anyway because he's not really big. He's not built for that, guys. Um, so as a whole, it was pretty, pretty disappointing um, that we couldn't move the ball downfield. That being said, Damien Williams is not the reason we lost. Um, on the ground, he looked fantastic. You know, he had 12 carries for 93 yards. He was our leading rusher today. I don't think a lot of people realize that 
Damian Williams was our leading rusher today. Uh, he didn't have any touchdowns on the ground, though, so that, you know, if we'd scored another touchdown, we would have won. Um, but the, in my mind, in my opinion, the biggest problem with the whole Damian Williams situation, and it's not even a knock on Damian Williams, or a knock on Damian Williams, it's a, a problem with Dan Mullen, and that, you know, we were promised that we were going to see at least two quarterbacks, and we saw one quarterback and then another quarterback for three plays, four plays. That's absurd. You don't just do that. Um, I understand that Damian Williams was moving the ball efficiently. He was doing what he was asked to do. But if we're not scoring touchdowns, you have to start to look at what can we do better. You know, is a turnover, a potential turnover, worth potentially two or three more touchdowns? You know, if there's some inconsistency with the quarterback, but he's still scoring touchdowns, you know, what are you willing to trade? Personally, I'm willing to risk going with a guy that could potentially score three or four more touchdowns than just having that same consistency. You know, Damian Williams, I'm not knocking him by any estimation. He was really efficient today. And I think efficient's what you can define him as. You know, he was our leading rusher. He was 20 of 28 passing for 143 yards and a touchdown. Those are not bad numbers. Those are numbers that state would have been calling for and crying for and craving, you know, before Tyler Russell and, you know, arguably with Tyler Russell. So I, I don't think you can put this loss on Damien's shoulders. Like he doesn't deserve that, but be mad at Dan Mullen for not following through with playing at least two quarterbacks. You know, there were moments in the third quarter that Damian just did not look good. And you could have justified that with saying, okay, it's time to go with a new quarterback here. Let's, let's switch over here. But, you know, we just didn't see that today. And that, uh, you know, that might be why we lost. But, again, Damian, you did good. You did what was asked of you. You know, hat tip to you. I'm just disappointed that we couldn't get more. Um. Looking at the defense, you know, it got pressure fairly consistently, accumulated a few sacks here and there. Disruptive is not something that I would define it as. Um, and it was very vanilla, very bland. I don't know what Peter Sermon was thinking because there were no halftime adjustments. Um, and, and so with there being no halftime adjustments, in the first half, defense looked good. Second half, it looked essentially like grape jelly on the field is the way I would define it as. You know, it was a grape jelly defense and that it just got cut up really, really easily. Um, just looked squishy, splashed around everywhere. South Alabama did what they wanted to in the second half. No problems. You know, specifically third and fourth quarter, well, mid to late third quarter, you know, Dallas Davis just cut the defense apart. And it was, I mean, if you're a South Alabama fan, you are ecstatic about how Dallas Davis performed in the second half. If you're a Mississippi State fan, you're wondering why Dallas Davis isn't playing for Mississippi State. I mean, I'd be willing to trade, find some way to get Dallas Davis onto campus. Um, can we keep him, kidnap him? Is there a way that we can 
do that legally. I, we might need to do that. Um, and the secondary, it struggled. It just did not look good. And that's something that I think a lot of us were expecting. We just weren't expecting it against Southern or South Alabama. Um, I mean, against teams like A&M and the Alabamas of the world where you have these talented receivers, you know, Ole Miss, um, can't think of anybody else on our schedule that really has incredible receivers. But against those teams, like, you expect that. Against South Alabama, where they have one pretty good receiver, a really good tight end, you don't really expect that that much. You know, you would expect that the defense should be able to hold them. And eventually, the front seven started to give out, too. Dallas Davis running the ball became really, really impressive for South Alabama fans and really, really infuriating for Mississippi State fans. Um, So you look at that, you look at how the front seven is supposed to be the strongest point on that defense, and they just weren't. Well, I mean, they were, but the defense just was not something to be proud of as a whole. It just wasn't. Not the effort. Um, Because these guys are better than this. And I just don't know what to say more than just they were better than this. Um, looking over at special teams, just when we think that we have special teams sorted out, we don't. You know, special teams is a huge question mark now. Um, you know, there was the, the muffed punt, which I, I don't really know what happened there. I don't really want to know what happened there, but there was a muffed punt, you know, with Donald Gray, Brandon Holloway, Fred Ross, those three guys as options for returning punts. There should not be any problems returning punts at this point. There just shouldn't. That's inexcusable. Um, And then the other aspect of special teams, we had a halfway blocked punt. I mean, there was no protection at that point for our punter. I think it was Logan Cook. Yeah, Logan Cook's the punter. Um, so that that's pretty frustrating. And then you go down all the way to the end of the game. You know, our last two attempted field goals completely missed. Yeah, I, I don't understand that either. Because Weston Graves has looked like a fantastic kicker. And, you know, just in this moment, in this instance, he just wasn't. And I'm not going to blame him for the game either because there are a lot of other factors that led up to us losing this game. And I think the majority of it, if not all of it, should fall on Dan Mullen's shoulders. Um, just some other thoughts. You know, hats off to Dallas Davis. I hate you for what you did today, but you looked very, very good. Um, if you want to stay in Starkville, please stay in Starkville. Don't leave us. Um, you know, Fred Ross just couldn't get open enough, and there's several several reasons I think for that. One, we weren't taking any shots downfield because Damian Williams, for whatever reason, can't get the ball downfield accurately. Two, we don't have a number two receiver, so Fred Ross is going to get locked down. They're going to double, triple cover him because there's no other real threat. You can't move the ball downfield. 
you really limit what you can do offensively. And dinking and dunking, like that worked. We could move the ball at times very efficiently with that, but it just wasn't enough. Um, And arguably the biggest theme of this game, more or less in my opinion, is that we just couldn't finish. We couldn't finish the game. We couldn't, you know, we were up 17 to nothing. We were up 20 to seven. And then it really just slipped away. We had opportunities to score. We had opportunities to put South Alabama away. And we just didn't. Mississippi State did not put South Alabama away when it had the opportunities to do so. And that, to me, shows a lack of leadership, a lack of aggression when it comes to play calling. Aggression, I don't know what else you would substitute there. But just play calling was very vanilla at moments when we could have put South Alabama away to where that wouldn't have been a game anymore. You could get your starters out. You could get the guys that are playing significant minutes out, bring in the second and third string, the fourth string guys. And then if it starts to become dicey again, you bring back the starters. But instead, State played vanilla. It played with a lot of key guys for pretty much the entire game. And that might come back to bite them at a later moment, you know, in the future, say, against South Carolina. Um, I don't really know what to say besides that. Um, You know, as Charlie Burris said, we can't talk about Tennessee anymore because we screwed up worse than Tennessee did. And it's just infuriating. So, again, um, I'm not blaming Damian Williams. I'm not blaming blaming Weston Graves. I'm blaming Dan Mullen. Um, I'm not going to call for his head just yet. But if we start stringing together losses, if we go on a losing streak here, then it's it's time to get his butt out of Starkville. And I would rather do that sooner rather than later if the season starts to turn to crap. So that way we can find a good replacement for Dan Mullen. Um, Those are my quick thoughts on the game. On Monday's episode, I'll go more in depth, even though I don't really want to. Um, But, you know, the, the battle for bowl eligibility at this point just isn't looking so favorable. You know, it's going to be harder to do at this point. Um, so yeah, this is not a show that I wanted to do. I mean, I was going to do this show, but this is not the way I wanted to do this show. So thanks for listening in guys. I appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Football team did not look awesome. I'm going to go drink and, and watch good football. So y'all have a good Saturday. Don't let this game eat you up too much because I'm probably going to do that. You don't need to do that. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for me. Um, But there's more to life than college football. So go enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Go enjoy your Sunday. we got a great long weekend ahead of us. So just enjoy it. Y'all have a good one. My name is Ethan Lee. This is For Whom the Podcast Tolls on For Whom the Cowbell Tolls, the blog. Thanks for listening in. Stay hashtag very quality.